Hi everybody, it's me again. Assalamualaikum. First of all, first of all, first of all, I would like to apologize for the lack of updates. It's not that I have nothing to update. I have like a lot of things to update. Only that I don't have the time. I've been really, really busy with my work, you know, with my kids, family stuff, with the Hari Raya, with the Hari Merdeka. So it's like, oh, then my son got sick, then my daughter got sick. So yeah, it's very, very busy and I'm so, so, so sorry. Um, so yeah, this week is the week um, that and I'm finally putting an update. <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. So yeah, so uh, I'm saying a lot of so yeah. Anyways, this week it's, it's an interview that I have done with a very, very special lady. I think you guys know who she is. We're talking about Iman Azman. Yes, the Iman Azman. <laughs> So, I have managed to get her. Um, it's really surreal, actually. I didn't expect her to say yes. Um, uh, I slided uh, a DM asking whether she would like to be interviewed. And she was like, yeah, sure. I was like, really? Like, this is happening? So, we actually met. It was actually my first time doing an outdoor interview. I've never done it. Um, it was quite an experience, really. And she, I tell you, the first time I met her, she's, she was like super nice, super humble, very, very kind. And she's really like like what, what you see her on Instagram. She's really like that. She's really positive and fun. Um, we talked about a lot of things, you know. For, so basically, from this interview, you can actually see the other side of Iman. I mean, we, we all have seen her Instagram, but you know this time i sat down with her and talked to her we actually talked about a lot of things we talked about um her plans for the next you know three five years what she's doing now and how did she go through her um, miscarriage i don't know whether you guys know about this but i think those who have been following her you guys know right um also we talked about um being swifties <laughs> taylor swift and where you're at hello hello <laughs> i'm sorry i really can get carried away when it comes to taylor swift um yeah we talked about that so please listen to this interview it's very very insightful it's very inspiring and um her stories really deserve to be shared with everyone so to the rest of you guys if you guys have stories you want to share with me you want to share with the world like anything just let me know slide me a dm on my instagram um my instagram's handle is hafiza518 h-a-f-i-z-a-h 518 okay just let me know we can talk about anything i can, i i'm a good listener you know i i can listen to people's problem or people's issue or people's anything like i just i just like to listen to stories so yeah please listen to this interview and i hope you guys enjoy it iman iman if you're listening to this thank you thank you so much you're a doll so okay everybody we are here with hello the one and only you want us one hi uh, everyone it's michael right so um do do you want to introduce yourself sure. like yeah sure okay hi assalamualaikum everyone um there's gonna be people listening to this yeah. oh my god uh, my name is iman azman i am 28 um born and bred in malaysia and then i went abroad for school and i worked in canada for about six years um and then i came back to get married right <laughs> just for him i came back to get married um, oh the sacrifice i know i know <laughs> 
I came back, um, then I started working in the local fashion industry. Right. Um, and then uh, just a couple of months ago, I decided to take a little bit of a break. So now I'm a freelancer and I just do like fun little projects that I enjoy. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of, because sometimes I see your Instagram got updates to say that you got like mini projects. It's like, is it going to be a big thing or? No, no. I, I think um, I'm still like very green and very fresh still. Right. So there are lots of things that I'm still learning how to do. So. Uh, when I say projects, I mean like I want to take on more writing. Like I'm working with some friends, like to collaborate and do things for their businesses. Um, and I'm also just trying to like do more on Instagram as well. Like I think before, right. I like there was like a limitation to like what I could post, right? Um, or like what I could talk about. But now it's like I have a little bit more freedom in terms of like letting myself try and explore new things. Okay. So like the other day, I did a thing with Estee Lauder, and yeah. that was so much fun. Yeah, so I have like a few things in, in the works, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Right, good to know. So, um, wait, when you were in uni, what, what, what was your major? Like? Okay, so um, I graduated in a Bachelor of Journalism. Uh, and political no. science. Yeah, oh. I do too. Really? But I thought much I'm going to get it. Oh, like, no, no, that's just as like, good. Like, you know, UITM. Uh, yeah. Sha'alam? Yes. Everyone I know who says that they're from UITM, I'm like, Sha'alam? They're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's so I, yeah, I studied journalism as oh, well. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how similar or different it, would, it is, like, locally and internationally. I don't know, probably yours is like much better. No, la. Mine too. Well, basically, we just study like, how to write news, mm. kind of thing. Well, did you guys have to pick much um, uh, a specialization? Like, cause there's like different streams of journalism, right? You can yeah. like either be print or radio or TV. Oh no, we we tried all. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. us, we we did all as well. But once you hit fourth year, mm -hmm. you had to pick like a stream to do. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you chose print. Uh, broadcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Cool. Because I guess my dream ever since I was a child was I wanted to be a journalist and I wanted to travel with me and my cameraman. Right. Like going across Africa and like and. Uh, like across the world and like just like tell stories about people um, right. and different places and like different events so yeah that's what my dream always was and then when i graduated i worked for the cbc for a little while mm, I that's nice. yeah right like, i had the amazing opportunity to intern there mm -hmm. but i didn't last very long right because i realized like you know what maybe this isn't for me like because it's very fast-paced like the journey is very busy like how was it like how how well, busy was it? Well, first of all, like the newsroom is like huge. Like once you go in, it's really cool. Like as a journalism student, I was like, oh my god! Like it's everything so is impressed. Like, so impressive. Yeah. So impressive. Like everything is like red and blue, and they had like big speed TVs everywhere. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. But then every morning at seven, like you have a news meeting, like with all the producers and all the reporters, and everyone like pitch ideas. Like, right. okay, what is what story are you gonna work on for the day? Because it's like daily, right? Like right, news yeah, goes yeah. on every day. Mm -hmm. So like in the morning you have to pitch like three four ideas in front of everyone and then sometimes they'll be like mm, i don't think that's like it's a very canadian way to say no but they're like mm, yeah that's interesting <laughs> when they're you say interesting fine. they mean like no yeah. um so so i think i just like got mentally tired like after four years of being in school and then straight away diving into like that kind of environment even though it was like really exciting I just think, I just thought at the time, like, I need something a little bit slower, like, yeah. something a little bit more consistent, like, 
having my own desk and yeah. like because you know when you're a journalist like you're always go 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 Correct. like you're everywhere yeah you're everywhere basically so i thought like i wanted something a little bit more like nine to five <laughs> yeah a bit more routine, bit more routine. Yeah. that's right understand. Yeah, understand i was a journalist for about three years wow where uh, the malay mail yeah, I got married, then I got a baby, then I moved to something more routine. Yeah. Oh, babe, how old is your baby? Uh, no, I have three kids. Oh my god! <laughs> you don't look like you have three kids, girl. No, really, I got three kids. Like, I got married really early. How old were you when you got married? 24. Oh, okay. 24, my first kid. Wait, how 25. old are you? Oh my god, why are you asking <gasps> How old do you think I am? Oh my god, don't go there. Okay, oh, really? Okay. okay. How, old um, how old do you think I am? Well, I'm 28. Maybe like 30? 32. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you don't look 32, girl. Really? No, no, no. I wouldn't have never thought that you were a mom of three kids. Yeah. Well, you look good. She looks good, guys. <laughs> you can't see how she looks like, <laughs> but she looks good. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, and wait, it's all about you. Okay, right oh, now. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Um, so, um, so next question would be, hmm. what inspires you the most? Okay. Um... I think it's very easy to get inspiration nowadays because there's just like so many amazing people, especially on social media. Social it's media true. like really opens like other people's lives to you. But if I could pick one thing or one person maybe that yeah. inspires me, okay, like as cliche as this is, I would say my parents, Aww. like both my mom and my dad, because I feel like my dad has a like, he has a really like to me a very powerful story that a lot of people can connect with you know like he grew up as a um, a police officer's son like in Barrett Police ah. and then he went off to um, he went off to bottom school to get star Ipo Staroba for the win right. sorry MTK <laughs> boys um, and then you know and then he went off to school in Canada and then he went off to school in the US and then he worked for LLN and then Daddy TNB uh-uh. and he's been at the same company for like 30 years so I think that's very admirable yeah. and I think my dad has a lot of qualities that I would like to have. Like yeah, he's just I think if you know Inchi Asman. Like nice, yeah, nice if you know Inchi Asman Zakaria, then you know, I, I'm very proud to have him as my dad. Yeah. And I think my mom too is just oh my god, I'm getting emotional. Sorry. <laughs> my mom's gonna kill me when she hears this by the way. She's gonna be like, Why Hello, did you tease me? <laughs> um, but I just think my mom is like a very remarkable person. I think right. she's and I would think that lots of people love their moms. But I yeah. think I love my mom to like another degree. <laughs> like she's extremely supportive. Right. She tells it to me like how it is. Like she watches all my lives. And then like oh, after the next she's day. She's so supportive. And the next day we'll do a post-mortem. <laughs> She'll be like, you shouldn't have said that. You could have said this maybe a little bit better. You could have, you know, so she's very supportive and she's very encouraging. And like I think most of the things that I want to do or the things I have planned for myself is right. because my mom tells me like when like you should go for it like, right. like okay. you know you can do more like you can be better and blah, blah, blah. so yeah so I think those are like those are like the two inspirational people oh, that I have so and I'm nice. very very lucky and I'm sure a lot of people also like have really great parents but right. I'm sorry that I think mine are the best <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Everyone's parents are great. So, um, what makes you feel empowered? Hmm. <clears throat> this is a really hard question. Um, I mean, it's hard not to be empowered when you see everyone around you doing really amazing things, you know? Like, when I... 
it's as easy as just going on Instagram and right. seeing people like travel the world and see things that I want to see. Right. I'm like, I need to get myself to a place where I can also do that. Right. I'm also empowered when I see girls take like beautiful flat, flat leaves. Like even that empowers me because it's a skill that I don't yes. have. You need skills to and do all that. And I feel like, oh, that's it. Like I need to, I need to get to that level. <laughs> like, you know, and it's something as simple as like. It's again super cheesy. I'm like made out of cheese. Um, but when I see someone just like walking with their family, like being really happy, that also empowers me to be like, you know, inshallah one day, like I will be like that. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's easy to find inspiration and empowerment from anywhere. Right. Like it doesn't have to be one pivotal moment. It doesn't have to be one pivotal person. Like just looking around you, like there's so much for us to be grateful for, True. and so much for us to be inspired by. True. Personally, that that's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. So it's not one specific thing. Great. Um, okay. Here, the next one yeah. would be. Um, you have already mentioned that on your Instagram that some people you know, often question your physical looks. There was yeah. this one time. Yeah. I think there was this one post saying sometimes some people make comments which um oh is that your husband? Uh-uh. You know? Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, no, I mean I asked much I'm like, how can people even make such comments? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I understand. You're dropping comments mm. on on a stranger's mm. Instagram. Right. And I think that's the thing about social media is that it just makes everyone very accessible. It makes everyone unless you're private. Right. Um but if you're not then it's really you you are you are giving permission to people to people to comment on your life. Right. And you have that choice. If you want, if you don't want that, you can make it private, okay. and you can only have the people who you personally know follow you. But if you don't, then that's really up to you. Like you have to be responsible, and you have to be accountable, and you have to be able to take the heat, basically. You know. So how do you handle the heat? The heat. It's very hot <laughs> sometimes. Um, so just in case, like people haven't seen me physically, um, we should illustrate it. So my husband is, he's mixed. Right. Um, uh, I don't know what, but he looks like he's <laughs> <wouldn't. laughs> so cute that you don't know what <laughs> Like he's mixed something, something right. good. Um, but when you look at him, he's kind of like a mixed Mat Saleh Melayu kind of look. Like right. He's fairer, he has like really beautiful colored eyes that I love to stare into. <laughs> um, and he's very sweet, like he's like mid-size and his hair yeah, like almost like light brownish hair. So very masale Very masale uh-huh. basically. And I am like your typical Malayu girl, like slightly tan, like kidongpingi, like <laughs> oh my god. You know, like I'm just I just look very Malay. So I think in the beginning when people started following me on Instagram right. and maybe they saw me only for my looks, they would put comments like, Oh why is that masale guy with this like Malayu girl? Yeah. No? Ah the food is here. Thank you. Your fries look really good. I know you can have some. Oh, okay. Thank you for offering. <laughs> um, okay, you were saying. Company, yeah. So you can eat, please. Oh, sure, sure. No worries. Then, um, I'm sorry. I just, right. You gotta eat the fries. They look so good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so people drop comments like that. Like, what, what kind of man? Like, why would he pick somebody like her? Yeah. And I think growing up, I've always had those type of comments. Like, oh, you need the love or like. In school, I always do people call you names like Hitam or whatever. I don't know because I have a sister. Mm. We always make fun lah because Mm-mm. sometimes when we grow, up, I have five siblings. Ah, uh-huh. all girls. Oh, okay, five girls. So, um, is your dad okay? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he has no one to watch football oh, with. Okay. Uh, but we have, but basically because 
we're siblings, so we always make fun of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. You know, my elder sister will call her Gemot because she was a bit chubby. Mm. They will call me Gigi Kapak because I have like big I funny teeth. I have lovely teeth. <laughs> and my young, my younger sister, we call her Hitam because mm. she's a bit dark. Exactly. But that's just because, because we're siblings. siblings. Yeah, yeah, but like for strangers, you mm. simply like, you know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I was ever called like names per se, right. but I always felt like the not I wouldn't say ugly, but I always felt like the not prettiest. Like, like in school, like whenever you know you have like a girl gang in school, right? Like everyone yeah. else is like fair, and I would feel like very insecure. Like, oh, I'm like the dark one, um, and then that you feel like you're the ugly duckling. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. like yeah, I felt quite the ugly duckling. Um, and then I would always see ads and I'm like fair and lovely, you know. And things like that. But then, alhamdulillah, when I went to Canada, over there, everyone is like every color of the rainbow. Right. You know? So, I think when I was there, I didn't feel it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was quite confident in like my skin tone or whatever. Right. But then, when I got back to Malaysia after after I um, after I got married, I realized like how big of an issue it is here. Like, how people on social media would comment like, even as simple as those ads, like, not... Uh, not putih, not putih, putih, yeah. Not putih. I'm so like, crazy over like so obsessed. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 you know, I really stand against that because I feel like young women, like sometimes we don't have a choice over what we see or what's said to us. So those things develop our mindset. Right. True. And I think that the people who are seeing these things have a big responsibility because these are like 16, 17 year olds that you're telling them that oh, oh putih is the way to go. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. Because a color is a color. Like Correct. it doesn't affect who you are as a person. Correct. It doesn't affect how other people see you. You know, and sometimes even for it, I also find it internally within oh, sorry. I also find it internally within myself as well. Sometimes I even ask my husband like, why are you with a dark girl like me? You know? And yeah, what like, what would you say? He's like I, I, I love you. He's <laughs> but he's like saying, why, why would you ask that? Yeah. You know, so I think that even, yes, I feel very strongly about it. But at the same time, I'm there's weaknesses in myself as well, where sometimes like I stumble and I think like, oh yeah, I'm not pretty because I'm like darker. So I think it's, it's our responsibility, like as a community, as a society, to mm-hmm. just always be very proactive and being like, there is nothing wrong with the color of your skin. There is nothing wrong with how tall you are, how you look, blah, blah, blah. Like body image mm-hmm. is something that we need to, I hate using like very Western words like reclaim, yeah. but we have to in a way like yeah. reclaim what what is beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know how we got to this topic, but. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Okay. So like when the first comment hit, mm. you know, mm. Oh my comment. gosh, like, I cried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I cried. And I said to Asha, I'm like, why would she say something so horrible like this? And he's like, rise above it. Like, don't show her or show these people that you're upset by what they say. Like, say back something something that shows them that you're a bigger person. Yeah, that you're way better than. Yeah. yeah. Like, that there are more issues, th- there are issues that are more important than. Yeah. How you look. So I think that's why sometimes, like, I mean, I really hate to sound preachy on my social media. I really hate it because, like, you know, I want to be, I want to be someone who is like, who is relevant and someone who, like, I want girls to know that I'm very approachable. Like, if you see me or whatever, like, I'm just a normal human being. You know, 
So that's why I try but at the same time I don't want to be like too preachy like yeah. like every and day like ah, exactly oh my god that's like my biggest fear <laughs> so every time I show my husband I'm like does this post make me poyo <laughs> most of the time he says yes so I don't put it out <laughs> but basically um but I I feel like because of you know the the Insta family that I have I need to I want to remind people that it's okay to look however you look which is why sometimes like, I post up those like every couple of weeks like don't worry about how you look like right. you know um, skin tone is whatever whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. yeah so, and I feel like a lot of people resonate with posts like that because I feel like that's something that they can relate to mm-hmm. which is important for me right yeah so now how do you deal with hate comment do you go like ah, whatever yeah I, like, sometimes I like I mean I, this is mean if some of them are listening to this but sometimes I like laugh <laughs> I laugh and I'm like, how did they get to that? Like, how did they get to that conclusion? Like, how did they? And then sometimes when th- that comments reflects the person, right? You know, and you go yeah. like, oh my god, I do wrong to me. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, because yeah. I think like once you say something or once you put your words out there in the universe, like you cannot take it back. Yeah. No matter what, yeah, you cannot delete anything from internet. Yeah, you can't. People can screenshot. You can try. Yeah. It will screenshot. So I think that's yeah. also a lesson that I'm trying to learn as well is that I have to be like mindful over what I say and like um, the kind of things I put there for the world, be it on social media, in person, like whatever. Like it's very important for us to just be responsible yeah. with what we say. Like it, you can hide behind a fake account. Yeah, true. But, but Allah knows that you said yeah. that and He knows what's in your heart. And yeah. I think it's important that um, you don't say something to someone. That you wouldn't want have said to yourself. Yeah. 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 Agree, agree. Yeah, I'm still learning though. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes okay, I'm. Okay, baby steps. Baby steps. Sometimes I think it. Like, it's okay to. Not I'm saying it's okay to think bad thoughts, but it's almost better to think it and not say it. Yeah, rather true. think it sometimes, and then say it. Yeah, sometimes can you I go like, you know what, you've got nothing nice to say, shut up. Yeah. You know, like, just, just give it to yourself. But the thing is, like, like everyone has bad thoughts. You know, everyone talks about other people. Everyone like, Agree? but the thing that we have to do is to not make it a habit. Correct. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's accept not acceptable, but it's known that everyone is gonna have these like inklings or like thing. But just don't say it. Yeah. And then make it a habit to not say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. Please eat. Oh my god. Oh. You make me feel like. Oh my I'm god. Not not even. <laughs> my meatballs look so good. So, okay, um, I know that recently you have experienced um, miscarriage. Mm. Yeah, I'm really sorry about what happened. Thank you. I know it's not easy. Mm. Um, um, would you like to like share with us how did you move on from it? Sure. Let me just finish my nipple. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> how was it? Is it good? Oh, it's really good. Um, it was a um, painful experience, difficult. Right. I mean, Anything like that is hard. Mm, I think, um, so basically my husband and I, we, I say we got pregnant even though like it was me, but you know, he helped. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It wasn't just me. Um, So when we got pregnant, it was like a complete surprise. Like we, we you expect or did no. you plan or much? I'm like, oh my god, it's a surprise. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. You know, we've been married for three years and right. like, um, we, yeah, we just had, you know, just, it just happened. Right. So when it happened, it was very exciting. Um, 
I think anyone who is a new mom or a newly pregnant or right. pregnant or whatever it may be, like it's an exciting time, you know? Yeah. Thinking that, you know, your family's gonna expand and like there's gonna be a baby, that kind of thing. So for for us we were very excited. We right. didn't tell many people, like I didn't put it on social media, like nobody knew because it was so early. Yeah. Um, um I even made like a career change, like I left my job. I decided to leave my job because I want to focus on myself and like having a good pregnancy. Right. Um, because I feel like every woman has the choice on how she wants to have her pregnancy. Correct. Be it working, be it um, staying at home and Correct. like focusing on her health, you know, that's sure. every woman's choice and like nobody should be judged Correct. for how she wants to have it happen. Agree. Yeah. Because pregnancy is very, it's very fragile. Uh. It's Correct. not something that I know some people think, I'm okay too. Right. Like, you know, at this well, age, that's your recipe. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, that's you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And like, I, like I'm like i never a big, fan of com- a big fan of comparison. Like, check mm-hmm. out like, oh, at nine months, I was like still running around. Yeah. Like, that's oh, good for you. Go yeah, no, I'm happy for you. I ha- I'm yeah. happy that you were still running around at nine months. But my, my choice is to take it easy. Yeah. You know, and alhamdulillah, I had the blessing of my families and the blessing of my husband to like mm-hmm. take it easy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so that's what I did. I did a, a career change. I decided to like stay at home and just like be happy and healthy, so to speak. Um, but unfortunately, just after I resigned, right? Um, one morning I was bleeding, and um, Ashraf and I decided to go to the hospital. We were very calm. Um, but then you said it broke. It was just suddenly just bleeding. Oh. It's like period bleeding. Oh, okay, but yeah. you don't feel like. Cramps, nothing. Oh, yeah, okay. Nothing. So at this point, I already had two scans, right? So after, um, yeah. So I think I was about like twelve weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's almost there. Mm, that, yeah. Twelve weeks. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ashraf and I went to uh, the hospital. We went to the ER, and right. then we saw a gynae, and he did a scan, and he was a very very sweet gynae. I really appreciated him. Um, and he just looked at us and he said, I'm very sorry. Yeah. And then when he said that, I wasn't sure what to think. Yeah. I thought to myself, is he saying I'm sorry because he's taking so long to find the baby? Um, but he said, I'm very sorry, but you know, your baby's your baby's not, yeah. not here anymore. It must be difficult for him to even to say break it. the news. But yeah. he was very professional and yeah. I think um, He's an amazing doctor at Prince Court. Like I, I, you know, we we have a good relationship now. I still see him once in a while to just like for checkups. Um, but yeah, so I think that was very difficult. Just realizing what had happened. Like it was a Monday morning, you know. I was supposed to hang out with my mom that day. Ashraf was supposed to go to work, and now suddenly, like everything, like changed. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Alhamdulillah, after that, um, we went home. Right. And. Um, uh, Ashraf wanted a second opinion right. be- because he said, you know, I just want to be sure. Okay. But for me, like as a mom, like like seeing the scan and, and firstly seeing the baby there right. and then now seeing the baby not there, I didn't want to go through that again. Mm-hmm. But I it's think very he traumatic, was, right? it's traumatic, yeah. Yeah. it is, it truly is. Because, you know, like two weeks ago, I saw the heartbeat and everything. Yeah, And now it's like, where is it? You right. know? Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, I think, I think um, I understood his point of view. Like he just wanted to be sure, because right. you never know. You never sure. know. Uh, so, so we went for a second opinion, um, and yeah. So they confirmed that the baby wasn't there. 
Right. And I think the second scan was harder for me because, because um, when you're pregnant, it's like the egg is like round. Right. It's round. It's perfectly round. But when you you have miscarriage, the egg is much like, like lum, not lumbic, but it's not. It's a bit uneven. Right. Yeah, it's a bit uneven. Um, and uh, at that point, when I went for my for the second opinion that same day, mm -hmm. the doctor said that the I'm sorry, this sounds gory, but basically the baby had like broken apart. My oh. child, like it's it's mm, poor it, baby. Yeah. yeah. And I think at that point they also like measured the baby, and um, it had stopped growing at about ten weeks. Mm, so I okay. had actually, I was actually carrying it for two weeks without a heartbeat, and I we just didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, because so you don't check up every every week. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're like, okay, we were resolved. You know, this was our rizki. This mm -hmm. was how Allah had planned it. It was still sad, and I still get sad sometimes. But I just think about you know that there's a reason for everything. And alhamdulillah, we went through the DNC. It was um, the procedure went smoothly. Alhamdulillah. Mm -hmm. I actually, um, I actually naturally aborted the baby mm -hmm. okay the so. night before our dnc like our dnc was wednesday morning right tuesday night like i had these like i don't i think only women who maybe have given birth or have really bad period pains or like right. have felt this emotion or like this feeling before it feels like really intense cramps i guess yeah. it's like you, it's your like period pain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so my body naturally is that you feel like you're your usus macam <coughs> yeah, like that exactly you know? and i cannot imagine how mothers giving birth like i'm sure oh i almost died oh, <laughs> you know like it's crazy oh i understand but you know it's it's something that our bodies are designed to do and That's like true. you know and that you know allah has said like you know childbirth is like what like the worst pain you yeah. could possibly feel so so yeah so after the dnc alhamdulillah um you checked everything was fine and then i i did confinement for two weeks because the baby was three months again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in that two weeks, so I was at a center mm -hmm. um, to just like help take care of me, right? Um, and yeah, it was it was it was tough. Like I cried like every night, you know. But but I reminded myself that you know um, I had a lot of really good, not a lot, but I had some friends send me much hadith and like ayat from the Quran, and mm -hmm. I feel like every time I read that I would just cry, right. oh, getting emotional. Sorry, Aww, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's, it's okay. okay. Like, it's okay. No, I think uh, it's important to talk about because I think that um, I tried to do some research online, but I feel like in Malaysia or maybe in Asia we don't really talk about miscarriage. Yeah. I feel like it's a, like a very personal and private thing, mm -hmm. which is fair because yeah. it's something painful. Correct. But I think it's important for women who go through this to know that they're not alone. Correct. Just you giving know? them support. Yeah. yeah. And and I've heard of and I think maybe the silver lining of you know all of this happening, mm -hmm. um, also having it spill onto social media is that I've read amazing stories and like messages from women who messaged me personally just telling me you know to like be strong that it's happened to them before that they've had seven miscarriages and i'm thinking to myself mashallah like oh my yeah. what is what is my one to compare Compa to the seven. seven and i know I, i'm not big on comparing but yeah. mashallah like to go through something like that seven times like only allah knows like yeah her pain so I tried my best to reply like every single one like because they took the time to write and share with me yeah. so I felt it's important for me to do the same but yeah that would have been the silver lining of it and 
I also oh the one thing that I took away positively as well is that there's a lot of stuff on YouTube too mm-hmm. of people who've had miscarriages that shared about it on social media uh, mm-hmm. on, on YouTube YouTube and I, I think that really helped while I was in confinement because um, a lot of the nights I was by myself because my husband was working mm-hmm. um, and my mom had never gone through a miscarriage so right. she was sad for me yes but she never like physically felt what I went through so I found like a lot of um, videos from youtubers explaining what had happened to them and I watched it and I remember thinking oh my mashallah that's like I went through the exact same thing like had those exact same cramps was bleeding like crazy had those things come out like and the sadness that they felt after is like really similar like because I think also with sadness like everyone feels sadness differently and feels lost differently Um, but yeah Yeah. it's like when you're scared some people when they're scared they're quiet correct they scream mm. you know some people when they're nervous they laugh mm. so it's this kind of mm. you know but you're okay now alhamdulillah like, you know yeah alhamdulillah like um it's been three months roughly mm. sorry i'm chewing no <laughs> um it's i think in the beginning like it was hard also because like we had gone we had bought things for the baby too Aww. you know like you're a new parent like you're excited, you're excited yeah. yeah you're like oh look fluffy blanket like etc etc but i think the thing maybe the silly thing for me is that i already bought a crib okay wait choke do you know the gender no oh okay no. so it was like white and like yeah. unisex kind yeah. of yeah, yeah even okay. if i bought dresses i'm like inshallah one day i will have a baby girl yeah so i will you know and also like i have a niece now so i was like okay if my baby isn't a girl then uh, and this yeah. lend it to her right. um, but the thing for me is that I found a crib that I really wanted and it was at a really at a discounted price so I was like I have to buy it now we're not like you know so I bought it um, and then we had the miscarriage and now we have it so it's in our house Yeah, but it's alright it's alright because right. I use it to like gantong my baju now <laughs> and I use it to like put all my stuffed toys and I put like all the blankets that we had bought for the baby okay. inside but it's okay you will use it one day inshallah yeah with inshallah. a baby in it inshallah yeah. inshallah so yeah and I feel you know everybody goes through a form of um, a form of Allah's test and his challenges and you know this was mine for now right and Inshallah, it will. It will happen for us. Mm-hmm. If not, um, through having another, it, we will have a, fam- a family. Inshallah, inshallah. whichever way Allah yeah. wants to I give mean, it to us. I mean, Allah would know the best time, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're stressed, yeah, yeah, it won't happen. Yeah, you know. <coughs> and I also think it's like I I looked up some research online, and I mean, miscarriages have always happened, right? Throughout like the beginning of time. But I feel like our lifestyle, our environment, the way we take care of ourselves also impacts, True. you know, yeah. um, you know, getting pregnant. So I feel like it's a very important for people to um, stay active, stay fit, stay healthy um, and have like a good balanced lifestyle. Because inshallah, when you take care of yourself, Allah will take care Thank of you. you. Inshallah. Yeah. Yes. So how do you keep yourself so positive? Positive? Oh my gosh. I'm not a positive. <laughs> I think... I think I try to be positive, but at the same time, I'm not always positive. I think like maybe people who only see my social media page might see that, right? But I think like it that that's because that's the kind of like 
I want to see like image or the kind of like perspective that I want to give people because I think like there's so much negativity online already like True. Uh, I kind of want to help the community in like balancing that out yeah. um, but Hold on. <laughs> I'm chewing on the meatball. Um, I think it's easy to be positive when you are grateful. Right. Um, when you have um, a perspective of knowing the blessings that you have compared to the blessings that other people may not have, you know? Um, so yeah, when, when you have that mindset of, you know, someone else is going through something much more difficult than I am, like, thank you, like, I'm so blessed to have a family, to have a house, to have a car, to like have sim just like simple things, mm -hmm. like, that makes it easy to not complain about the things you don't have. Um, something that I do sometimes is I, I like to go on YouTube, right, uh, and sometimes I like to watch videos of, um, Maybe people who are less fortunate than me to right. just remind myself, like yeah, just majority in suffering. Correct. Yeah. Like there are people in Africa who children in Africa that have to walk miles and miles for water, and all I have to do is just turn on my tap. Yeah. You sure. know why am I complaining about not having enough money to buy like something in Sephora? Yeah. You know I can I can go to Sephora. You uh -huh. know. Yeah. And like you don't even have to go that far. Like you can look within Malaysia itself. There are so many um, families, like single moms, single dads, who have to raise so many children by themselves like they can't even buy like basic necessities to feed their families and here I am like eating KFC yeah for, like, McDonald's. eating McDonald's yeah. like it's it's insane to think that there's such a big um, economic disparity yeah. and then I realized like how, how lucky and how blessed I am so when you think about that how can you not be positive how can yeah. you not be grateful so that's something I also have to remind myself like every time I get upset about some, about something, no matter what it is, just think about what you have compared to what you don't. What have. you don't have. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I know it's easier said than done, but you have to make it a habit because yeah. when you make thinking about you, when you make thinking a habit, right? Um, it will come. It, it will, will naturally, naturally. Yeah, true. Yeah, it will naturally. I agree. Come to you. Oh wow. Okay, this I have to ask. Okay. <laughs> I know you're Swifty. Yes, I am. <laughs> so she's waving her fork at me. I feel <laughs> What is your favorite album? Album. Okay, I um. Do you like her now though? Now that I she has gone mainstream. I think you like her when she was. Oh, I like I like, like every version of her. Right. Okay. Um, I I love Reputation, her current album. Mm -hmm. It's so. I think it's really good. I think. The thing about Taylor Swift is, I'm now I'm talking like I'm an expert. I'm even not. But I think the amazing, the amazing thing about her is that she has the ability to tell stories through her. True. Songs. She's so good at that. She's very descriptive. Yeah. Um, I love her reputation, but I would say that my favorite album is 1989. Right. Her really? album, because I was going through um, uh, like a a shift in my life where I was trying to lead a more healthy lifestyle. Right. So like eating better, working out more, and I would listen to 1989. So sometimes when I listen to like New York and all of that, right. I I'm like tr I'm transported to like the time to the time where I'm like running on the treadmill at 5 a.m. like like cooking like meal prepping in the evenings because yeah. I would like play that mm -hmm. play that album. So sometimes when I listen to that, it it gives me nostalgia about like making the shift from like lazy um, unproductive Iman to like the 
going to the gym and like eating healthy man. Mm -hmm. so yeah that's why yeah. I love them yeah I thought it would be between torn between speak now and red I see I, I mean I mean okay I mean fearless is classic lah right there's nothing much you say everybody loves fearless right. but it's like I mean red come on <laughs> Red I'm sorry, my, my mouth is No, it's okay. Did you go to her concert? No, no. The one that she came to Malaysia? Uh, maybe you're not here. No, I wasn't, I wasn't here. Oh, for I did. Oh my gosh. Was it film? I cannot talk about it. When I talk about it, I got to We, me and my friend, everywhere. Ili, if you're listening to this, remember? She's doing an excited face, Ili. Um, we, uh, our tickets actually got upgraded. Oh, upgraded to the peak standing, the standing oh, peak one. Yeah. So we were so near. Like, literally, I could like smell her sweat. Oh, <laughs> It was like heaven. It was, I think it was like the cats, cats, you know, that shoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a, they did a competition oh. right before the concert. It was right, right outside yeah. uh, the stadium. So they said, okay, if you, you know, pose here with mm. uh, a Taylor's poster, mm. we will find the best photo. So then, then we want oh. because the photo. <laughs> you have just pulling out the photo. I'm showing the photo. You yes. have to include this in your like speakers notes so people can <laughs> also see this photo. This photo is like, <laughs> I didn't expect to win also. No, no I told my friend, you know what? Just try. <laughs> if we got it, we got it. Without apa, it's fine. Mm. You know, like I don't know whether the photo is here. I put it on because just through the town Instagram and like. Hashtag. Of course. Ah, so where is it? Oh, this is. Mm. <laughs> this is this with that caption. Oh my god. <laughs> this is an amazing photo. And you're both wearing red to Yeah, I like it. I like it. So, yeah. It's a good photo. No wonder you want. So, that was the best night of my life. <laughs> Don't tell your husband. <laughs> I hope he's not listening <laughs> to this. Mm. That time, I think I had my second kid already. I don't oh. mind, but can you just watch the baby for a while? I have to go and enjoy myself. <laughs> oh, what a good husband. Sporting husband. See, listen, listen. <laughs> good husband. Um, I was going to say, I feel like experiences like that with your friends is something that you will remember for a very long time, okay? Oh. Masa tu macam you really tak ingat anak already, tak ingat the husband I'm like, oh my god, tell her, tell her Then we had this whole Apa awak cakap? Like a sign Then end up, the sign tak boleh pergi tau Why? They didn't let through because my ticket was a bit front kan So they say if I put it up, they will catch up People behind you can see, understand So I'm like, I had to throw that away Hello, that's like how do I accept percent of my work there? Oh, I was gonna say it looks like you put a lot of effort into it. Yes, and money too. You should have just put it back in your car. But it was quite a long. Uh, no, no, oh. we went and I um and I because it was direct. Right, right, right. So yeah, it was. So and I think like the thing about Taylor Swift is that I think she's a very to me right. again. It is just me speaking for myself. <laughs> I don't want to speak on behalf of anyone. <laughs> But I feel like she's a very relatable person. I know. Really. And I, well, the fact that she's like a kajillionaire. But like, as as a girl, like growing up, she would sing about songs which are like her crushes, her heartbreaks, and all that. And, and you know, like as a young girl, like that would be something that you wouldn't mind listening to, you know, because right. you are going through the same things. So right. I think that when whenever people scrutinize Macham her dating life or whatever, yeah. I feel like that's not really fair because if you look at the normal girl, 
but we yeah. also go through okay. those kind of things. I mean, I mean, like, you know, having crushes on boys or whatever. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I personally didn't, like, go on dates or whatever. <laughs> Don't worry, right. mom, if you're listening to this, I didn't do anything like that. But, you know, like, your imaginary, much I'm like, oh, I want to go out with yeah. this boy. But like it's, that. it's that phase, okay? Yeah, yeah. it's that phase. And, I, and, you know, she's, and even, like, us, like, girls in Malaysia nowadays, you know, I guess, like, because I'm at the marrying age kind of thing. Right. Well, I am married, but, you know, we're at the age where we're not find jodo and all that blah 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 you know but we don't have to do it at like a very public stage like she does so sometimes when i read articles about people calling her macam oh it's just the 15th boyfriend yeah like man you know? eater and all that i'm like you know that's not really fair yeah and you go like oh this is another song right. the thing is i grew up okay i know just because i'm a fan <laughs> but it's like when Adele does that, it's mm-hmm. like fine because she's Adele. <laughs> like, you know, bow down Adele. But when Taylor does that, you go like, oh, look at her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I it's not fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I get a bit like emotional. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, You're very invested. <laughs> <laughs> so, favorite song, 90 uh, Reputation? Um, favorite song, Reputation. Oh, there's so many good ones. But I want to say track 2, Endgame. Mm. Oh, yeah. The um, one with Ed Sheeran. The one with Ed Sheeran because I also really enjoy Ed Sheeran. Right. Um, and also because I listen to the CD in my car sometimes. Right. So when I pasang it, it automatically starts at track number 1. Right. So, so I like... I live in like the KL area, so my I live like in a triangle. Uh. Like I don't really keluar the triangle much. Right. So... Whenever I leave somewhere, it only takes me like four songs. Right. So I listen to the first four songs more than I do like the rest, rest of the of album. <laughs> Which is really unfair to the rest of the songs. Um, but yeah, I really like track number two, Endgame. Also because I know the words to Ed Sheeran's part. <laughs> like me, I love Delicate. Oh, that is a good song. Yeah, yeah whenever there's song that I will automatically go like... Is it? You know? Do yeah. your kids look at you strangely? No, I, because I... I told my daughter. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Uh, she's seven. Oh, so I told my daughter, I like, this Taylor Swift, mommy's favorite singer. <laughs> oh, is she your friend? Yes, she is my friend. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't understand. Understand the concept, my child, my celebrity. Uh-huh. What's her name? Yeah. Rania. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Yeah. I really like that. Name. So Rania, my second is a boy, mm-hmm. Rauf, mm. and the third one's a boy, Rais. Is your husband's name start with R as well? No, S. Oh. oh, okay. So that's the reason. His name is quite long, Sharun Nizam. So mm-hmm. we chose like a very short name. So you just like Rania Sharun Nizam. So I love that. I, I, I read because like for my sister and I, we have short names. Iman, Amal, that's it. Yeah. My brother is Abdulaziz Abdullah, that's it, right? No Muhammad, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I enjoy short names. Yeah. Because my name is short too. Like Hafiza. Hafiza. that's it. Yeah. 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 I used to joke, I have a friend in high school, we're very close. She has like four, like three names or something right. in her in her name. So I used to joke like dots. Like every time we're taking an exam, you're just finishing writing your name, but I'm already on question number three. <laughs> Does it take so long to right. write your name? Bulat dia, bulat ia, bulat ia. Right. Yeah. And she like just finishing. So yeah, I like sure. simple names. Sure. But my daughter likes a lot of names. The other day, because she did get first standard one. Right. She did get jumpa kawan and all. Yeah, that's like, you know, mommy, how come my name is only like Rania? Only right. one name. Yeah. I said, because it's easier to call you. And like, mm. you know, I just said, that's just the reason. And then she said, but my friend has like two names. Oh. Like, let's say, Nara Amara. That's right. what I think. Right. And I said, it's okay. It's 
That's her. Yeah. But you have my name. Mm. But I want two names. I said, right. it's too late. Yeah. Like, who is? <laughs> You're about seven years too late. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm girl. Like, I'm sorry, it's too late. Yeah. You know? And then she, she started, she began to look upset. And she said, it's okay. When I grow up and I, ha- and I have children, I want them to have two names. I'm like, okay, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I understand her. Because when I was smaller, I also wanted two names. I think because kawan ko. I think yeah. so because I had another Iman friend and she had two names Iman XXX because I don't want right. to say her actually. Okay. Um, so I used to tell my mom, Mama, I want to be Iman Sophia, Iman Soraya. Right. So I like sign if I did a drawing, I would sign off like Iman Soraya. <laughs> okay, that's um, cute. Even though that wasn't my name. Right. So now when the other day we were cleaning our house and we went through like some of my old like letters and like some of my right. old drawings, I was like. Who on earth is Iman Soraya? And my mom was like, you! I'm like, oh my god! That's <laughs> man! I mean, there's nothing wrong with anyone who's called Iman Soraya, but yeah. it just like, wasn't my yeah. name. Right. But I think as I grow older, like, I appreciate my name a lot more. Yeah. It's just like short, okay? Simple. Yeah, but in Canada, they call me Iman. Iman. People call you Iman? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like I-man, right? Iman. Yeah. yeah. So I had to like teach it. It's like Iman, Iman. like man. Like so money. some people say Ikea, Ikea. Right. Right. It's just about educating. Like you should never feel um, what is that word? Offended because right. it's not their fault. It's not yeah. their culture. Sometimes people just don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. All right. So okay. Next question. Mm. What's the one thing you most want to achieve before you die? Oh my god. So many things. Because I feel like I want to leave this world a better place. Right. Than it was when I got here, and Michelle, I think it already has because it's like so. I mean, not the, to my contribution, but like just like where the world is heading. There's so many um, amazing things like Google Maps. Yeah, like the fact that you can look and that dot that's moving is you. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I will never achieve that in my lifetime. <laughs> mm. I. I would love to, inshallah, leave behind a family. I think the fitrah of you know. Most people is to is to have a family, mm-hmm. um, and I think simply to create to have created some sort of value that that people could benefit from. What that is, I'm not sure, right? Um, but yeah, creating creating value so that everyone is maybe kinder and happier. Whatever that is, I'm I'm not sure yet, but I think like I'm on the way to figuring it out. Right, you still have a long way to go. You're only 28. Hey, yeah. Sometimes I, yeah, I try to not get like too frustrated about my age because I honestly don't see myself as 28. Sometimes when I think about myself, I feel like I'm 17. And then sometimes when my husband and I do things, I'm like, are we allowed to do this? Like, are we not underage? And he's like, get a grip, girl, we're 28. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. Sometimes you forget, yeah? Sometimes you really forget. Sometimes I don't, that's why I said you don't look 32. That's, sometimes I need to remind myself that. Sometimes I tell myself, oh my god, like, I'm a mother. Like, you know? Like, yeah, I don't think age is, is any factor. Yeah. But my mom reminds me that getting older is real. Yeah. And I think you'll always see thank you. And I think you'll always see your parents as much um uh, invincible. Like you think they're always gonna be around, yeah, like true. they're never gonna age. But I just realized the other day, like mashallah, like they're getting older. Yeah. Like my mom now when I show her a text, like I cannot put it right in front of her face. I have like kablakang sike. Oh, yeah, right. and she she wears glasses now. Right. Like, she like sakit lutut now. Sorry, mom. I'm like airing all your dirty laundry. But like getting old is real. Yeah. True. And that's something that we all like have to accept and like grow with. You know. Yeah. yeah but I cannot take 
seeing my parents on like long vacations anymore because they get tired. tired. Yeah. And I cannot get oh, upset. Oh, mom. I'm sorry. If you did. Oh, um, let's just say she was born in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Mid 60s. Okay, um, still young last year. Yeah, my mom is like. My mom is retiring soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, my dad was also mid. Uh, my dad is also born in the sixties as well. Right. So, like when like our recent trip where we went to uh, the UK, mm-hmm. like I had planned like an entire itinerary, like morning do this, afternoon do this, evening do this, nighttime do this. Like by afternoon, they're like, "Come on, can we go home?" Yeah. Sure. And the they first few yeah, they just want to rest. In the first few days, I'm like, "Why? Why do you want to go home?" Um, but then I realized like they're not. 30 anymore yeah you know they're not like early 40s anymore like they're they're getting old so I have to be cognizant of that and like um, uh, do things to fit their state True. yeah yeah so okay last question last question already yes what's next for Iman Azman <gasps> any upcoming plans for the next three five years when you say Iman Azman I don't know who this Iman Azman is I'm like okay just Iman, uh, Iman. <laughs> Um, to be honest, I, I really don't know. Like, I think I have a big plan of maybe what I want to do, like in the next twelve months, maybe. Right. Um, but for the next three or four years, like if you ask me to come up with what it might look like, like inshallah, I hope to maybe have a family. Right. I mean, I have inshallah, a family now. I mean, yeah, um, but you like, mean like family of your own? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, maybe two, three kids. Right. <coughs> Ashraf. Um, you know, I want to have lots of kids. Um, you like big families? Yeah, I'm, I'm from a family of four and my husband's right. from a family of five. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Maria, Maria, Maria like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, you know. Um, so, Chala, I like to have uh, maybe a couple of kids in five years, um, maybe work for myself. What that entails, I'm really not sure because I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. Um, I still like to write, even though I. But your writing's good. Alhamdulillah, thank you. Yeah. That you can really write. Oh, mashallah, thank yeah. you so much. Um, it's, I think it's um, just the experiences that I've been given, alhamdulillah, like really helped me in that. Uh, I like to keep writing. Um, I tried doing the whole YouTube thing, like I put up two vlogs, but I thought to myself, like, who will watch this? Like, I'm so boring. Like, all I do is stay home and like watch TV and like hang out with my mom. Like, but you know, I'm trying to come up with maybe good content. Right. And I feel like. Inshallah, in five years, maybe I'll still be in like the social media world in the sense of like still connecting with people, still meeting exciting people like yourself. Like, because I think this is the great thing about social media right. is that you meet like-minded people, you are inspired by them, mm-hmm. you um, meet people who you wouldn't naturally meet in real life. Like, if I passed you in a mall, yeah. I don't think would be like, hey, have you said you want to sit down and do a podcast? Yeah, yeah, together, sure. You know, like this is because of social media. So I think. It definitely has the power to connect people, and I think I still want to keep doing that because I made like really good friends through social media. Right, and I think I just kind of want to keep doing that. Good. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for actually no agreeing to meet me. No problem.